0: You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome back to another insightful episode of Why Not Mint Money, your trusted source for navigating the intricate world of personal finance. I'm Akshat Rodgi, your host, and today we are diving into the captivating realm of unlisted companies. Recent events surrounding Reliance Retail have cast a spotlight on the risks associated with unlisted shares. And here we are to unravel the lessons retail shareholders can glean from these experiences. So buckle up as we journey through the real world examples, uncovering the highs, the lows and the valuable insights they offer. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Unveiling the Reliance Retail Saga The unlisted shares market can be treacherous, as demonstrated by the recent episode involving Reliance Retail. This conglomerate's decision to repurchase shares at a premium from its shareholders sends a clear message. Unlisted companies hold the power to reclaim their shares at their discretion. Reliance Retail's actions echo those of other companies before it, underlining the potential pitfalls lurking in this space. The onset of COVID-19 pandemic thrusted unlisted shares into the mainstream, with pre-IPO shares, e-shops, RSUs becoming accessible to retail investors. Excitement was palpable. However, history serves as a sobering reminder that the path to riches in the unlisted market isn't devoid of challenges. Our exploration today will take us through tales of triumph and setbacks, illustrating the nuances and complexities that retail investors face. So now let's dissect Reliance Unlisted Journey. The tale of Reliance Retail's journey through unlisted territory is far from sudden. It all began in 2019 when Reliance Retail, Reliance Industries Limited, the parent company, initiated a share swap deal for its subsidiary, Reliance Retail. This deal involved the exchange of shares between parent and subsidiary companies, often for the purpose of simplifying corporate structure. However, this action led to a considerable drop in the enlisted share price of Reliance Retail, plummeting from a high of 950 to around 475. Intriguingly, RIL's stock price indicated that Reliance Retail's true value was only 385 rupees per share. This This prompted opposition and challenge at the NCLD. Eventually, RIL revoked the swap deal. The year 2020 marked a turning point, with Silver Lake infusing new life into Reliance Retail ventures, through a significant investment of 9,375 crores, RIVL's valuation surged to a staggering 4.28 lakh crores, making it the owner of 99.91% of Reliance Retail. This newfound valuation translating into, translated into Reliance Retail's share prices skyrocketing to more than 4,000 rupees per share. Ironically, the unlisted subsidies valuation surpassed that of its parent, parent company, RIL unveiling a disparity between valuations and price discovery in the enlisted markets. The climax came in July 2023, when Reliance Industries Limited executed a minority squeeze-out, offering Rs. 1362 per share for Reliance Retail. However, independent valuers assessed the valuation in the range of 850 to 900 per share, underscoring the premium offered by RIL. However, Reliance Retail shareholders who had invested in Reliance Retail at inflated prices over the past three years, faced an alarming, alarming loss of more than 60-70% to 70% of their invested capital. Now let's navigate through the uncertainty with Rico India and the Junjanwalas. The Rico India story adds another layer to our exploration. The tale traces back to 2016, when an accounting fraud scandal rocked the company, causing its share prices to plummet from more than 1,000 rupees a share to a mere 200. Amidst the crisis, the Japanese parent of Rico India intervened and injected capital. However, a series of events in 2017 and 18 saw the company abruptly cutting off financial support and filing for bankruptcy, leaving Rico India vulnerable. Now enter a consortium led by Kalpraaj Jaramshi and Rekha Janjanwala in 2019. The bid for Rico India encountered hurdles at the NC CLAT and the Supreme Court. And yet they emerged victorious. Now, this led to a 60% capital reduction, squeezing out minority shareholders. The saga culminated in June 2023 when these minority shareholders received dividend payments based on the balance sheet value of 2022. For instance, an investor holding 100 rupees worth of Rico India shares was just left with rupees 40 worth of shares, and after applying the highest tax slab of 30% as it was deemed as dividend the investors net payment amounted to a mere 26 rupees now let's transition into cricket's influence on unlisted shares shifting gears now let's talk about chennai super kings the rumors around the retirement of mahindra singh dhoni reverberated not only on the field but also in the unlisted share prices of csk the period from 2019-2022 witnessed share price fluctuations linked to CSK's on-field performance, climbing from the low 40s to more than 200 rupees per share. However, a fateful June in 2022, where CSK landed 9th in the IPL points tally, triggered a steep 30-35% drop in the stock's value. Despite clinching their fifth IPL title in May 2023, CSK's shares failed to rebound. The rumors around Dhoni's retirement created a wave of uncertainty that has cast shadows over the valuation of CSK, exemplifying how sentiment-driven factors can sway away the value of unlisted shares. Now, let's talk about FarmEasy, a lesson that a lot of investors in the unlisted shares space should know about. So, turning our attention into the healthcare sector, let's delve into the narrative of FarmEasy. In 2021, the company's shares surged to more than 140 rupees per share in the unlisted market, coinciding with its acquisition of Thyroquare for a staggering 4,500 crores. The parent's company's valuation reached more than $4 billion at that time. However, from the period 2022 to June 2023, witnessed Farm easy's B2C business Grappling with losses prompting a shift towards the B2B sector this transition led to a sharp decline in the share prices settling at a mere 19 rupees per share July 2023 dealt another blow as FarmEasy's valuation plummeted by 90% due to a substantial loan repayment to Goldman Sachs placing its new valuation in the range of 500 to 600 million dollars Shares were exchanged at a modest price of 12 to 16 rupees per share in the last month This tumultuous journey exemplifies the volatile nature of holding minority shares in startups where valuations can be unpredictable and share prices subject to drastic declines. Now, lessons for retail investors, a word of caution. As we glean insights from these stories, it becomes evident that investing in unlisted companies demands careful consideration. Our expert, whom we talked to, Arihant, stresses that while pre-IPO investments have merit, they should ideally constitute the satellite portion of a portfolio. Such investments require a risk framework that aligns with the long-term holding period and ability to withstand and understand interim illiquidity. Additionally, advisors at pre-IPO investments should ideally target themes or sectors inaccessible to public markets. And investors should not blindly follow strategies of VC and PE players, giving their distinct time horizon and risk appetite now what are the risks what are the lessons that we should learn from the episodes that we talked about so in our exploration we uncover several risks that retail investors should be wary of a significant risk arises from the possibility of capital reduction and squeeze outs by minority shareholders as it's enabled by the section 235 of the Companies act the exclusion of minority shareholders from future growth opportunities can also impact their potential gains Taxation risks come into play when a capital reduction is treated as deemed dividend, subject to slab rates and potentially hurting higher tax bracket investors. Moreover, the fate of minority shareholders who enter a company when it's listed and subsequently undergoes a squeeze-out post-relisting could be different from those in unlisted companies. Largely, the unique factors influencing the valuation of unlisted shares as seen in the CSK case, underscore the importance of factoring in sentiment-driven shifts. As we conclude our episode, the intricacies of investing in unlisted shares become clearer. The stories of Reliance Retail, Rico India, CSK and FarmEasy offer invaluable lessons in navigating the uncharted waters of the unlisted shares market. The path may be filled with potential, but it's also rife with risks. As an investor, understanding these dynamics is essential for making informed decisions and safeguarding your financial well-being. Thank you for joining us on Why Not Mint Money? We'll be back soon with more insights to empower your financial journey. Until then, remember to stay informed, stay cautious and most importantly, stay financial savvy. You could follow me on Twitter at the rate underscore akshat. You could follow Mint's uh, Instagram and Twitter channels. And you could also connect with me on LinkedIn. You could search my name, Akshad Prahadgi. Thank you. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com.